Welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast, where today's brightest minds in the medical device industry go to get their most useful and actionable insider knowledge direct from some of the world's leading medical device experts and companies. Man, I just had a great time catching up with Taylor Brown, senior medical device guru on the customer success team at Greenlight Guru. She is a quality system nerd, folks, and I mean that with the highest of compliments. On this episode, we talked about management review. I mean, that was bananas. Who has that much fun talking about management review? Well, Taylor loves it. I had a great time. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Global Medical Device Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. This is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear. And joining me today is senior medical device guru from the customer success team at Greenlight Guru, Taylor Brown. Taylor, welcome back. Hi, John. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And we were just catching up a little bit beforehand. So that fan is going to come <laughs> to a stop, I think. So bear with us. We'll get there. You have a wealth of knowledge on a lot of things or many things quality system related. And I was reaching out to you the other day like hey can we talk about management review and first i'm like is there a lot to talk about there and then the more i thought about like oh yeah nobody gets this right you know so yeah let's dive in so you were just like started to share a little bit of a story do you mind being a little vulnerable for a moment and sharing uh, (laughs) one of your stories you can say no um, no oh my gosh totally put you on the spot learn from my experience dear listeners heed this warning so i was sharing with john you know in my previous position i was in medical device distribution and I was a quality engineer. And for whatever reason, I got put in charge of management review. And I was so excited. This was going to be the world's best management review. (laughs) Like we were going to set records with how good this presentation was. It was going to be bananas. But so I I worked really hard and put these slides together, got my meeting minutes. I worked with the analytics team to pull charts and graphs and everything. Management's flying in just the site, like lunch is on the way. This is going to be awesome. And we put through, it was crazy, like a four hour management review. I'm not even really sure what we talked about, but I came out of that meeting just, Uh, oh, I was walking on air. It went so well. We made really great decisions. Cut to a couple months later, looking at management review in our notified body audit for ISO 13485. And the auditor looking and and she asks (laughs) for the slides and the meeting minutes. And she goes, where did you talk about your complaints? we didn't really talk about complaints. We talked about, you know, how, how like non-conformances are doing and customer service that we've put out, but you know, there's really no complaint data. And she's like, how are you supposed to report to management review the health of your, your customers and their happiness with the product and regulatory reporting if you're not talking about complaints? I'm like, Man, yeah, you're right. I really shouldn't have spent those 30 slides talking about like (laughs) audit etiquette and the notified body audit we had coming up. I should have just gone through the standard and, you know, done what the standard told me to do. I went above and beyond as I tend to do, but it kind of bit me this time around. But it was a good experience, sounds like. Um, It was a good experience, yep. So, you know, I guess for those listening, you know, let's remind them where they can learn more about what are the must-haves in a management review. And I think there are two sources here that are probably most relevant. Certainly it's pretty well defined in 1345. I think it's also decently defined in FDA 820. Mm -hmm. So do you mind reminding folks, like these are the thou shouts from a management review perspective? Right. And you're correct, CFR, and then also ISO 1345. I think ISO has 
honestly more of a checklist type of view. So it says your inputs, they're in section 5.6.2. I have it up in front of me. I don't have yeah. it memorized. Um, you know, it's feedback, complaints, reporting, audits, all of that. So the standard is pretty general on how often you should be doing management reviews. I think it says planned intervals, which I mean, you could take once a month, you could take once every five years. I'd say industry standard is once a year. However, once a year, that's every 12 months. A lot could happen in 12 months. So I think here at Greenlight, we really recommend you know, doing it twice a year, especially in the early parts yeah. of your business. Yeah. And from an FDA perspective, I think this is one of the areas, there are a lot of areas between 820 and 1345 where they're very much in sync. And I think there's a lot of similarities or there's nothing that's in ISO that's not an FDA and vice versa. I think you know, the FDA requirement, if I recall, and it's been a minute or two since I've read this, but I believe the expectation is that it's done at least annually. So, but to your point, the periodic, I think, you know, I've had quite a few experiences with management review and I've seen them done annually by company because, you know, that was the minimum criteria. Mm -hmm. And I've also seen companies that they just go through a checklist yeah. and I'm like, mm, this isn't That's, really getting yeah. it. I'm not, this is just one of those moments. I think, unfortunately, a lot of companies, they treat it as that checkbox. Well, we got to mm -hmm. do it. So yeah. schedule it, you know, in September or whatever, right. and we'll go through a little checklist and be done with it. And De December 21st management review. It's yeah. like, what are you well, talking yeah. about on December 21st? Like no one is mentally in the office at that point. Uh, I think internal audit and management review, those are the two things that I bring up when sure. I hear a company is going, their stage one or, or stage two audit is coming up. I say, have you done your internal audit? Have you done your management review? And I group both of those activities together because it is a snapshot in time of the overall picture of the health of your QMS. Right. Management review then is a bit different because management review is really a platform to escalate issues. If your director of quality sitting in the management review, this is not their first time looking at the Kappa system. This is not their first well, time looking I at it. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Let me, let's, <laughs> let's add that caveat there. But for the CEO who's not helping crunch data and not looking in the analytics display, they want a snapshot of what's happening and they need to know where they need to be concerned, where more resources should go, where more time and effort should go. So just documenting the escalation points there. Yeah, let's maybe talk about, you know, some best practices or things that make management review more effective. Mm -hmm. To your point, I think it is one of those forgotten activities, strangely, that right there with internal audits. And I've seen it happen so many times. Companies like, oh, crap, it's December. We haven't done our management review yet this year. Yeah. Got to squeeze that in. And then, you know, you get into the holidays and the end of year and all that sort of thing. And it's like, it becomes a challenge, yeah. you know, which pulling off a management review last minute is a lot easier than trying to pull off all of your internal audits last minute. But you know, we've talked about that, I think, before, and, yep. and we could certainly talk about that in a different episode. But so you're saying at a minimum two times a year. Um, at a minimum two times a year. Yeah. And, I mean, and a lot of companies will say, you know, let's do it monthly. Don't mistake a management meeting for a management review. You can meet with management yeah. as much as you want. Please, by all means, set up a meeting every Monday morning with management. Yeah. But a management review per ISO 1345 per the CFR has a very specific set of requirements. So that's my first tip is to create a meeting minute template that consists of those requirements. So, and you'll never hear us say it's 
it's a checkbox activity, but the agenda is kind of a checkbox activity. It's more of a list of things you need to talk about. There's yeah. a lot of conversation there, but don't be me and not talk about complaints because you didn't include yeah. it on the agenda. Yeah. So the agenda is cookie cutter right. uh, as far as the topics. Now, like, for example, you're going to talk about complaints. You're going to talk about Kappas and non-conformances, et cetera, et cetera. But within each of those topics, that is not cookie cutter because you're going to talk about the new business from the last time that you had a management review to this time and make sure you're holistic and comprehensive regarding yep. that. So. Exactly. And I think you talk about what your KPIs are, your key performance indicators, but also talk about what the goal is. I think sometimes companies say, here's our Kappa closure data, and it's just this big bar chart. But what's your goal? What are you comparing that information to? Are you yeah. taking too long? Are you doing a great job of closing Kappa? So typically it's in your analysis of data SOP or your quality objectives to see what goals are you meeting. And that's really your threshold for analytics and your management review. You saying that reminded me, I'm pouring an, another cup of coffee here, but you saying that reminded me of a time I got dinged in ISO audit. And ISO speak, one of the key parts of management review, and frankly, the health of your quality system is defining your quality objectives. And I got dinged because I don't remember specifically what the verbiage was, but they were like warm, fuzzy, ambiguous quality objectives. Like we need a good quality system, but we didn't put any like KPIs or, or metrics to that. And so I encouraged those managers management representatives and uh, heads of quality out there, you know, evaluate your quality objectives and make sure that they are stated in such a way that they're measurable, you know, define those KPIs. I mean, there's a methodology that we use internally at Greenlight from time to time called OKR. So that's a way, uh, O stands for objective, KR, key result, but there's lots of other ways to do that too. Mm -hmm. But just make sure that you have criteria defined for specific key processes. Okay. And I think with that though, I think I see a lot of people make mistakes on the KPIs, like like you mentioned Kappa, like this, like close a Kappa in 30 days. I'm like, right. That's not really a great KPI. Yeah. Yeah. Not every Kappa is going to be closed in 30 days, but the, the work in the Kappa should almost dictate when the due date is. So if you, and this isn't for management review, but just in general, if you find yourself going over these goals that you have in mind, first of all, document that rationale. Right. If anyone who's talked to me in a green light call or webinar, they know I love memos. So write your rationale before your yeah. auditor asks you about it. And then also use management review as a way to say, are these the goals that we want? Exactly. We're, we're consistently meeting them. I mean, should we have more challenging goals at that point? Or should we reel it in and say, you know what, that was a good idea when we had one product on the market, but now that we have five, it, we need to really adjust. You know, I'll stick with that for a moment too, because I think I've seen a couple, like, the, and I'll stay on the Kappa thread from a management review perspective where a company has a KPI, closed Kappas in 30 days or, or whatever it is. And the data shows that they're actually doing that, right? But it's like, okay, now you got to peel it a little bit deeper, you know, peel back another layer. How many repeat infractions, how many repeat Kappas have you had? How are you closing Kappas just for the sake of hitting that metric, but you're not really correcting or preventing the issue from happening again, right? So just be critical of your KPIs. You know, I look at your quality system as a way that describes how you do business. Now, there are some people out there that are going to have a vehement negative reaction to that like oh no that's not how it but it is right yeah. these are the key processes that describe what you do how you document things how you review and approve things what happens when there's a complaint or a systemic issue these are all described within your quality system yeah. so the management review becomes a moment in time where you're assessing the health of your business i think yeah, i don't know exactly. what do you think 
No, I, I think so. And, and we talked about the inputs from ISO 1345. There's also the output section, which I think some people think, oh, an output of my management review is the meeting minutes. Like physically, yes, that is the output. But what's more important there is in ISO 1345, you're supposed to document any decisions and actions. So you don't need to take action today. You can come up with an action plan. But what needs to be done to maintain the suitability, adequacy, effectiveness of your QMS? And I think, John, that's what you're relating to, you know, right. if we have the same cap of three times, we're going to get really good at solving it. <laughs> but that's not really maintaining the effectiveness. That's not a suitable goal anymore because we're really just doing the same thing. Right. Three times. Um, right. So in our meeting minutes, we had a separate section specifically saying what needs to be done to maintain the suitability, adequacy, effectiveness. And we'd come up with an action plan. There's also a question there, um, any product improvements related to customer requirements. That was its own section. Change is needed for regulatory? And then do we have enough resources? Yes or no? And if the answer was no, we came up with an action plan and really documented it much like we would a CAPA. Right. So let's talk a little bit about MRB, Management Review Board or mm-hmm. CAPA Review Board or mm-hmm. Quality Review Board. There's a few different names. Yeah. How are these the same or different from Management Review? I think the smaller boards would be almost an endpoint input into Management Review rather. Your CAPA Review Board, the CAPA team, they're going to know everything about CAPA, but they still need a seat at Management Review. Your Material Review Board, they know everything about incoming inspection and what's coming through the door, what the product needs. They need to see that management review. And those smaller groups meeting probably every month, right? Yep. Those are the teams yep. that are meeting with more frequency. Right. And that's why I think management review, it's, I mean, we made fun of it. Like, is management review a fun topic? But it's really is a fantastic idea and very noble quest to get all of these people who know everything about their department all in the same room talking about what they need. That's really the intent. You know that diagram from the FDA QCIT guide? Uh, There's a diagram in there that shows all the major subsystems. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the one that's at the center? It says management, right? I think that the intent of the regulations and the requirements of the standard is executive management needs to be aware of and and involved with the health of the quality system. So I think this is the intent behind management review is to force, I'm using air quotes here, force management to have a meeting so that they're involved with the health of the the quality system. Exactly. And I think that's why my team, you know, in my previous life, we got so excited to do this big presentation because we're in the trenches. We're in the trenches. And CEO is flying to listen to the presentation. And so we said, what do we want to make the CEO aware of so they can help us? And we were a little dramatic in in the uh, sequence of events, but the intent was there. And I think if I could go back in time and just make it a little more straightforward, make it less of a event and more of a meeting with measurable results and measurable actions, then we would have had a better result. All right. So I'm going to ask your opinion on a couple of things. So yeah. talked a little bit about KPIs. I think there's an expectation that you're defining your critical processes and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And you probably should have metrics assigned. I think it was Deming that said, if you don't measure it, you can't improve it or something like yeah. that. It might not have been Deming, but it's one of those. It's believable. It's one of these quality gurus from back in the day. And I think it's true. You know, if you're not measuring it, how do you know if yeah. it's getting better, worse, the same, et cetera. So assigning uh, good metrics and good metrics 
metrics, that's a whole topic all by itself. Yep. And we're not going to dive into that today. But you know, if I have these KPIs that are defined, can I create dashboards and things that I can make available and visible to my team, you know, to the executive team yeah. in between management reviews? What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think definitely it goes back to the idea this shouldn't be the first time we're looking at it. And if it is, we have bigger issues at that point. But just keeping track monthly, quarterly of where you are in the process. So then when you get to management review, A, you're not having to pull together 12 months worth of data, you know, a three-day period that doesn't sound too enjoyable. And B, you already know what you need. So when you go into the management review meeting and CEO is listening, you can say, here's where our data is today. Here's where it needs to be. This is what I need to get. I think you just hinted at another problem or challenge with management review. A lot of times companies don't have you know, systems or mechanisms in place that where they're keeping the data and information up to date, you know, close to real time. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my parent for one of these and I swear to you, it took me a week to go into all the different systems and spreadsheets. Sometimes I had to go like do manual data collection just in order to prepare information on how things were trending. And if you find yourself in that situation, any words of wisdom or advice to folks that might be in that stuck in that role right now? Greenlight Guru has a analytics <laughs> works. No, I, I think coming up with, you know, we talk about in compliance, you know, meeting the regulation and just that, not going above and beyond and having 12 management review meetings a year when you only need the one or the two. Uh, same would go, you know, supplier evaluation. If you have a KPI for supplier management, let's not put an on-site audit every six months. So if you are finding yourself having to hurry up and hustle to get this data, ask yourself, is this really the data we need? Can we pull a subset for management review? How important is all of this? And maybe it's all important, um, in which case I would tell you systems like Greenlight Guru can help you automate it, dividing and conquering between different teams, of course. I mean, I think that's the key. You design your life and your systems and your processes in such a way where having a management review doesn't become a burden. I mean, I think this is maybe a little bit utopian thinking, but design your systems and your process in such a way that you can have a management review anytime ad hoc. You know, if somebody said, let's have one tomorrow, hopefully your systems are robust enough that you can actually do that tomorrow if and when you needed to, right? Yeah. Yep. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Those I think that's audits as well. <laughs> and yeah, there's all sorts of cliches and metaphors. And- <laughs> different sayings on that. Let's also unpack this because I know this is sometimes a myth and I'm not trying to trip you up. So I don't know if you know, but can an auditor see your management review minutes? I have to give a shout out to my partner in crime, Sarah Adams, because I knew this question was going to come up (laughs) and I messaged her this morning. I'm like, Hey, I'm doing a podcast with John. Can you just double check me? So your notified body audits management review will come up. Obviously you can show them your management review meeting minutes, FDA off the table. When we did our FDA audit, we showed them like the first page of like, this is when we had the meeting. This is who was there. That's it. That's all they got to see. So they, FDA cannot get into your dirty laundry. Uh, notified bodies are going to be all in it. What do you think, yeah, John? Yeah, 100% correct. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, from an FDA perspective, you need to demonstrate proof or evidence that you've conducted a management review. Same is the case from an internal audit perspective with FDA. You have to demonstrate that you're conducting those. So, you know, like, for example, if you were using Greenlight for your quality management system, 
the evidence and proof would be a signature page, you know, with a date and timestamp and that, all that sort of thing. But from an ISO perspective, yeah, they can and likely will drill yeah. into the details of your management review as well as your internal audits. I hope this thinking is gone, but I know like when I started in the industry, there were some people that were just very adamant, absolute that no, FDA can't go there, you know, and like it's some sort of witch hunt or something. I'm like, man, that's not really what this is about. Yeah. But let's be real, you know, FDA, although they won't go into the details of your management review or your internal audits, they're going to look at your CAPA system. Yep. So if there's an issue in management review, they're, they're still going to find it. Like you're just preventing the, you're presenting the showing of the meeting minute. So I just advise people, man, don't get hung up on that. That is, yeah, yeah. that is not the thing to worry about. All right. Yeah. Any other thoughts on management review that we haven't covered or tips that you want to leave the listeners with? I think we talked about it, but just as a final kumbaya moment for your management review, route, route the meeting minutes, have people sign off on them. If you're in an EQMS such as Greenlight, just route them to the attendees to say in solidarity, yes, I agree with these meeting minutes, especially if there were decisions made that have people's names on them. Make sure that those people are reviewing the meeting minutes. Keep your slides accessible and controlled. As we've talked about today, if you need to clean up the slides before you store them or before you show them in the presentation, the actual management review meeting minutes. Keep the slides the bare minimum. Let the conversation guide your discussion, obviously, and keep the meeting minutes there. But slides should be, as we've talked about, the visuals. Are we meeting our goals or are we not? I think, again, tying it back to the story at the beginning, I got carried away with explaining why we were here. And that's where the auditor spent most of the time in her review of the slides. So keep it simple, keep it sweet, and just make good decisions that come out of it. It's really going to help you in the long run. You just said something there that reminded me of another mistake that I made once in management review. There will likely be action items that yep. that are identified in your management review. You want to make sure that your minutes reflect those action items yep. and who's responsible and so on and so forth. But here's the gotcha that got me anyway. The following management review, we didn't speak about the update on those action items from the previous management review. So if yep. you identify action items in a management review, those now become agenda topics or your next management review. And you should have a system or some way to track those action items so that you're working on closing the loop and tying up on the loose end. So that will be another thing to be cognizant of because it will likely come up. So anyway, Taylor, I think we just made management review like fun and exciting for people. I think we did. I think it was always fun and exciting. We just didn't want to do it. We just didn't have the time. So, But we didn't want to do it because we knew how much time, effort, and energy we were going to spend collecting this data and information. And it was going to suck us away from our normal responsibilities, right? And I think that's the exciting part about Greenlight Guru. And folks, check it out. Greenlight Guru has a medical device success platform, a software to help you manage your quality system and workflows, including analytics that are going to go a long, long way in making your preparation for management reviews so much simpler. I mean, the workflows for CAPAs and complaints and non-conformances and audits and documents and records and change control. And I'm probably missing a lot of things, but these are all workflows in the Greenlight Guru platform. And there's analytics and data and charts, and you can pick time periods of which you want to look at these things. So these are all things that are right now available at your fingertips in your Greenlight system. So check it out, www.greenlight.guru. We'd be thrilled to have a conversation with you to understand your requirements and your needs and see if we have products and solutions that work for you. And then if you need a little bit of help and guidance, you know, we've got med device nerd.
nerds like Taylor Brown and the rest of our guru team that they'd be thrilled to help you navigate this process. So anyway, Taylor, always a pleasure. It's great to catch up and talk about management review. Taylor Brown, senior medical device guru. Any parting shots or words or anything like that? Make your management review meetings fun. <laughs> order lunch. Maybe that's that's always my last tip and trick. Just order lunch. Make it a Get meal. food. If you, food. if you give food, <laughs> typically people show up when there's food. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the Global Medical Device Podcast, the number one podcast in the medical device industry. And that's because of you. So keep spreading the word. Hopefully I've figured out now that we have a video. So if not, go check out our YouTube channel. We're pushing the Global Medical Device episodes there for you to watch. You can also watch them on the Greenlight Guru's website. Probably we'll also have links to videos on our LinkedIn page. So, you know, you'll find it. I'm sure you've already found it. But if you are watching it on video on YouTube, you can subscribe to our channel. You can click the bell notification. That way you get alerted when there's new content. So thank you so much. As always, this is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear. And you have been listening to the Global Medical Device Podcast.